0: Hey everyone, welcome to Geek This Podcast. I'm David Clements. In this episode, David Hunt, who is my co-host, um, and I talk about Amalgam Comics, which you may or may not have heard of, and we also talk about why we choose the superheroes and the publishers of those heroes that we do. Why are they so important to us? Why do we make those decisions? And uh, real quick, I want to welcome everyone who is here listening to this episode because of the Podcasters Initiative. So please... Um, Thank the podcaster, the podcast that sent you here. Um, I'm really glad to have you, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Okay.
1: Are you ready for this um, very odd discussion? <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready for it, but <laughs> let's go with it. This week, as you listen to this, it is more than likely if you're listening to it like today's May 13th. Um, if you're listening to it between you know May 13th, which is Monday through you know Sunday, um, this week is um, the podcast initiative theme week. Um, and the theme that we're, we're doing is superheroes. Now I've listened to a couple of episodes that have come out from the other podcasters and um, I will be sure to play a promo that I've played the past two episodes for you guys um, but I've listened to the other ones and they've kind of done the the analyzing of like superheroes and um, one one podcast they're Talking about um, uh, superheroes, you know, and their their right or their ability to kill people, and uh, th- kind of the moral aspect mm-hmm. of being a superhero. Um. Uh, one of the other ones they they really talk about how being a superhero. Um, can translate into kind of our Christian faith, um, and for those of you that are kind of like, okay, I had no idea there was anything Christian about this podcast. Um, I clarified that two episodes ago, so if you go back to episode nine, um, I'll, uh, I will explain that. Uh-huh. But um, this week, we're talking about superheroes, and I wanted to take kind of a different approach to it, because we talk about superheroes a lot on this podcast. I, I should probably rename the podcast. Uh, we talked <laughs> about it so much. But... Uh, so I, I wanted to take a different approach to something maybe not so well known. Um, I only know about it because I, I literally stumbled upon it. Uh, I came across a Tumblr um, blog, and it has these little comic book facts. And I, I don't have the address. I can't remember what it is. But they mentioned one of their facts was, did you know that, at one time, Marvel and DC actually joined forces and created um, their own uh, kind of fictional publication company. Um, they they joined forces. They came up with Amalgam Comics, and I was like, okay, what is this about? So I started doing my research, and they created a backstory for it, um, which is it's kind of confusing. <laughs> But basically, uh, the story is that there were two kind of um, incarnations of these two universes. And they called themselves the Brothers. And uh, they became aware of each other. And uh, just so they wouldn't fight. Um, the characters characters from each universe um, battled each other. And... <coughs> It it just kind of falls apart from there. It's kind of a really bad backstory, um, but in the end, uh, everything gets sorted back, and DC is DC and Marvel is Marvel. But at one time, they actually kind of mixed, and you got pieces of DC in your Marvel, and you know Marvel in your DC. So I wanted to kind of go through some of the the issues. They they came out with twenty four issues of books and but i did come across all 24 issues online um i will have pictures of of some of these so you guys can see just how ridiculous some of these costumes are <laughs> um if you get on wikipedia you'll see it too <laughs> um but yeah they they melded wonder woman and storm and uh they came out with amazon um uh, i think the 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 biggest ones were um, Bruce Wayne, Agent of Shield, which was Batman and Nick Fury, mm. which that actually looks pretty interesting. Um, I, I saw the cover of it and I was like, oh, that looks cool. Um, Dark Claw Adventures. Uh, it, it's the Batman Adventures um, book, which if if you guys remember, it looks like the Batman the animated series TV show, like it's that kind of cover at <laughs> least or artwork. Um, but they did, they, they melded Batman and Wolverine together to make Dark Claw. And then they have, the, his sidekick is Jubilee and Sparrow mashed, or er, <laughs> Jubilee and Robin mashed together to make the Sparrow. Um, and if you guys don't remember Jubilee, um, think back to your 1990s X-Men TV show. She was the one that shot fireworks out of her fingers. Um, and... What else? Oh, there's Doctor Strange Fate. That's uh, kind of obvious. This Doctor Strange and Doctor Fate pushed together. Um, Iron Lantern. Iron Man and Green Lantern put together. Now, does that sound cool or what?
2: That sounds so cool because Green Lantern is like one of the few characters in DC that I actually really enjoy. <laughs> so. <laughs>
1: He actually looks... I mean, he looks about like you would think he looks. He's like the mm-hmm. Green Iron Man with the Green Lantern symbol on his chest. Pretty neat. Um, and Dark Claw actually looks pretty neat. Like, all of these designs, they're very 90s. I would love to see, like, Jim Lee or some of... Like, uh, any of these modern mm-hmm. um, illustrators just pull something like this off again. Like, redraw them, recreate them. Because they're pretty cool. Um... Oh, this is a strange one. Lobo the Duck. <laughs> now, I David and I, as you probably know, we are not huge D C people. Um, but my I do know, because I watch cartoons, that Lobo is a bad guy in the D C universe, probably the baddest of the bad. Yeah <laughs> um, Or or scummiest of the scum and Howard the Duck is well, a duck with a bad attitude, and he's from Spider-Man.
2: Um, or he also had his his, his own um, live-action movie back in the eighties. Yeah, thank you, George Lucas, for that one. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: so yeah, Lobo the Duck. Uh, get your mind around that one. Um, Speed Demon uh, is the Flash and Ghost Rider. See, these things sound awesome in theory, but then you actually see them, and you're like, okay, what kind of drugs were we on in the nineties? <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, uh, Spider-Boy with Spider-Man and Superboy, because Superboy I guess, used to be popular back then. Uh, Super-Soldier with Superman and Captain America.
2: Uh, and those are probably, like, the best out of all of them. Uh, and then, well, um, I actually own two of these books, and one of them that I own is, uh, the Thorian book.
1: Oh, Yeah. Yeah, I Which think is
2: pretty much just Thor. Thor. <laughs> yeah,
1: just in a different costume, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what I thought was cool about this, and this is the reason I brought it up, is uh, you, you, we always see you know, DC versus Marvel. I mean, they actually did that um, back in the 90s. I can remember reading um, an, a hardbound issue of that that I picked up from the library, and it just kind of blew my mind. Because, you know, I grew up watching, you know, X Men and and Batman the Animated Series and Spider Man mm-hmm. and never in a million years did I think that these two worlds could ever combine. Yeah. And um and still to this day, you know, um I, I've mentioned Adam McDormand, he was on um an earlier episode Oh, man, way back. I think it was like episode three or episode four he was on. And, you know, Adam's a DC guy. And, you know, I'm a Marvel guy. David's a Marvel guy. And the, the thing that I thought was so cool is they didn't pit them against each other. They actually melded them to create brand new heroes that actually some of them are pretty cool. Like Dark Claw. Like, yeah. imagine that. Batman and Wolverine together he's got like the adamantium uh skeleton he can't you know he's got his healing and all this other stuff i mean isn't that kind of like almost like your ultimate hero
2: yeah i mean when, when you take um which i mean some of these uh characters make perfect sense because you take these two characters that have very similar like attitudes and um like book styles Mm-hmm. And when you put them together, it just makes this, like, even cooler character. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I would actually like them to bring back some of these characters, um, you know, just just for a brief run, you know, like a, like a I don't know, like a five-issue run or a six-issue run or something like that, because Dark Claw was just so cool. Uh, I, I okay. read through it, and I wanted to read more, but they only made one issue of all of these, um... And I think it's cool because we don't that we don't think of our heroes like this, you know. It's almost like um, as Marvel fans, David, you, you know, we can't share uh, Superman or Batman without them. Right. Know? Um. It's kind of like we have to choose: do we like Spider Man or do we like Batman? Well, I like Spider Man. You know, like it's, it's that kind of thing. I think that's the thing that intrigued me about this whole thing.
2: I have always been interested in, in, in all of the crossovers between DC and Marvel because as much as they like battle each other mm-hmm. uh, with like ratings and st- stuff like that and, and sales, um, it's really neat when they can put all that aside and be like, okay, we're going to do this for the fans and have all those crossovers. And uh, this is one of the coolest ones because they actually merged all their characters Mm -hmm. um now i'm just i'm anxious to see like when they'll ever do another crossover because i don't think they've done one since like 2004
1: yeah 2004 was the last one that i know of i can't even think of what what that one was though i
2: i think it was the the jla avengers crossover
1: um yeah you're right I'm, I'm pulling it up right now just to, to look at yep jla and avengers so uh, i am not read it or anything but uh i i think it's i think it's actually a really cool idea i mean this was the 90s so they really um i don't think there was a lot of good things that came out of the 90s um <laughs> as far as comics go now that that's that's my own personal opinion um but yeah, I don't like the I don't know if design. I agree with that. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> well, that's that's cool. Um, but I guess I guess I'm looking at it as like costume design. There were some really weird, goofy costumes back then, yeah. and um, I, I would just love to see these some of these characters brought back, um, even just for a short run. That would be awesome. Um, but. Um, so I guess, I guess my question to you, David, Mm -hmm. would be if you could, because I, I tried doing this on Facebook and the, and the website and I've not, I've not, um, I've not gotten any responses. Um, but if you kind of had your ultimate team, you know, like, um, if you could just kind of, uh, remove the borders, um, pick from, you know, DC and Marvel or image or anything like that. Um, what would be maybe your top five, just off the top of your head? I know. Oh,
2: <laughs> man, that's that's tough. I know. I didn't prepare uh, you for that one. And and this and I I there aren't a lot of DC characters that I really like, so I can't really. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it would just be like Green Lantern. And then four Marvel people. <laughs> Pretty much, if if Green Lantern could just like jump over and join Marvel, then I'd be happy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't see that happening, but that would be awesome. <laughs> we'll just have to settle with um, the Iron Lantern, right? <laughs> um, no, I mean to be real honest, because I I started reading Justice League um, from the New Fifty Two, and that the first six issues at least are just fantastic. Um, so if you haven't read them, I I, sh- I would say read them. Even being a Marvel fan, uh, they're really great. Um, they're really great because they're kind of starting over. You really yeah. get to see the, the 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 team form, and when they start out in um, issue one, they don't know each other like at all. I think they're, I don't I don't even think they're in Gotham, but they're somewhere, and somehow Batman and Green Lantern are kind of arguing with each other and it's really cool um but if i had like a like five characters of myself um to pick Mm uh it would definitely be hard um i would definitely let's let's see marvel um be captain america Mm -hmm. because i love cap and that's just i can't help it um probably wolverine um uh okay i'm gonna jump over to dc until i can think of another marvel because if if i have more dc than i have marvel then i'm in trouble um on from dc i would be picking batman and green lantern oh man i want to throw the flash in there too um I've just kind of screwed myself up.
2: <laughs> in five. Oh, you, you, just stick with four. It's uh,
3: <laughs> well,
1: well. if I did four, that would that would be that would be it. Um, and then
2: of, how are the duck? Yes. No.
1: No. <laughs> Lobo the duck. That's what I want. I want Lobo the duck. <laughs> um. But you.
2: Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, uh, what would be cool is if like in um one of the like uh dc or marvel games like an injustice if they did like a downloadable um like costume that was the these mixed characters that would be cool i think it's time to email warner brothers (laughs) (laughs)
1: um but i mean uh i mean what are i guess you kind of gave your thoughts on kind of the combination of Mm -hmm. these two universes i mean um because i think as comic book fans like we are as fans of superheroes we really do get into that that kind of fight of i you know i'm a marvel guy you know um Mm -hmm. and the only i'm only allowed to like one or two dc i'm not allowed to like both i mean um why do you think that is why do you think we have that fight
2: i think it's Uh, a big thing is, like, brand loyalty, like, um, when you're young, you, you pick, like, that one favorite character, and you know who they belong to, and you know what universe they're linked to, so then you start reading into other, other books that that character is linked to, and it, it's really hard to get out of that rut where, um, you enjoy just this universe, and you don't take the time to get to know something different. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that's why a lot of like independent publishers have a hard time is because people have clung on to their specific like comic universe and anything that doesn't have anything to do with that, they don't really care about.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, I think for me, uh, the, uh, the best comparison I can say is, you know, it's Coke versus Pepsi, you know, and, and for me, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a Coke guy. I, I prefer the taste <laughs> of Coke than I do to Pepsi. Um, but I do like Mountain Dew, you know, <laughs> and, and that's, that's the best analogy I have. But I think when it comes to, when it comes to comics and I mean, we're talking about the big two here, you know, we're not pulling in image. Cause I think it's kind of like one of those things. It's like, well, I'm, I'm a Marvel guy, but I'll read some image books, you know, I'll read the walking yeah. dead, you know, um, but I think I think for me it's the, the appeal for me is I feel like for so long the Marvel characters have been so much more real. They've been mm-hmm. much more conflicted in in very real scenarios, you know, and I think that's a great thing that Stanley started and the other writers and artists started doing. Um so for me they're more relatable. Right. Um it's not even so much about brand loyalty. Um, when i when I interviewed Ben Avery, you know, he gave this um, this kind of this spiel about um, Superman and why Superman's not as good as as we think he is as perfect as we think he is. And mm. um, you know, and that's always been the thing is, uh, I like Batman because he's conflicted, you know, um, and I, and after reading Justice League, I'm seeing a little bit of that in some of these other characters. Now still, I I won't, I can't convert to being a fan of Superman and I, I, for, for the life of me, I cannot become a fan of wonder woman. There is nothing about wonder woman (laughs) that appeals to me. I mean, yes, she's very attractive, but (laughs) you know, um, as far as a character goes, I I don't care, you know? And I think that's, that's why. And, you know, I've become, I've started to love green Lantern and I love the flash. Yeah. Um, because through through time, through reading those books, those characters have become more real to me. Mm. So I think that's that's kind of my fight. Is Marvel has always been uh, a little bit more realistic to me, even though they're comic books. <laughs> you guys can't see this, but David's got <laughs> a cat climbing over his face. He's trying to relax while he does this podcast, and the cat doesn't care. <laughs> no, my cat's curled up, on, curled up right next to
2: me, so... She's asleep. Uh, well, do you
1: have anything to add?
2: Well, yeah, I I understand like what what you were saying, and I I do agree with it. With um, I do think that like Marvel characters have been more relatable, and that's why that's one reason I have clung to like those characters. But um, I I I do think that if more people started reading more of the books from the like the opposing companies mm-hmm. that they would see that there's something that both companies can offer them uh like you you've started to read like the justice league books and you've been like hey this dc isn't so bad after all yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. and i i think that that can go both ways with both dc and marvel fans mm-hmm. which um like, Adam, he's a big DC fan, mm-hmm. but he'll tell you, like, he doesn't mind a Marvel book here and there.
1: Right, right.
2: So, I I don't think, you, you don't see as many people who are, like, hardcore, this is the only company that I like anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think more people are open to reading the opposing uh, company's books because yeah. of things like, like the New 52. Mm-hmm. And like now with Marvel, now it's yeah. more accessible for you to just—it uh, has a good starting point.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Without having to go back and read 50 years worth of books to know what's <laughs> yeah. going on.
1: Yeah, I think another thing for me, um, the reason maybe why I prefer Marvel over DC is I love Stanley. I want him to be my grandpa. <laughs> Like seriously, I could sit on his knee. And now, granted, I'd break his hip because I probably weigh like 400 more pounds than he does. <laughs> not that I weigh 400 pounds, but I, I, I weigh more than he does. I'm sure of it. I probably pick him up and throw him to Texas. Um, but there's just something very likable about Stan, and he's he's proudly become the face of Marvel. Now, I know some people have problems with Stan, you know, um, and that's not that's nothing to get into here, but. Um, he's just, he's a really likable guy, and I've seen so many interviews with him that even if, I don't know, for me personally, I want whoever, you know, basically brought that company to what it is today. Now, I'm Mm -hmm. not giving I don't want to give him all the credit, because obviously there are more than just him, but, um, you know, he birthed some of the best superhero teams and superheroes, uh, that we know now, and... Um I think that's just the big thing for me is I know who who the face of the company is right um, and I like him a lot you know um I know Jim Lee's kind of one of the big wigs um for DC and I really like his art you know he's been illustrating the Justice League books and they're just fantastic which makes me want to find out what what else he does um But yeah I guess that's kind of that's kind of it. <laughs> um, that's all I have to say. I know I'm I'm talking so
0: much. Now it's time for Geek This Recommends, where we recommend cool things for you to check out.
1: Okay, so my recommendation uh, this week, this episode, um, is a little thing on the internet called The Mythical Show. And uh, I've been watching um i'm a huge I, I like youtube channels and one of the best ones out there is rhett and link they're really funny guys they're a com- comedy duo uh they used to do a a show once a week or no they used to do it every day called good mythical morning and um they do good mythical morning it was only like a 10 minute thing and um just late last month they they announced that they were actually going to stop um, producing Good Mythical Morning. And now they're actually taking their time and um, making a 30-minute basically TV show on YouTube um, called The Mythical Show where they have like a bunch of sketches. And um, it's just – it's really funny. Um, actually, one of their segments actually gave my wife um, nightmares um, <laughs> last week. Um if you get on YouTube and look up um, Clown Shark, um, it'll probably pop up. Um, but that's alright. I will never sh- search for that. Oh, Could it's be- hilarious. <laughs> it's, it really is. I hate sharks, but th- 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 this was hilarious. It's not um, the shark
2: part I'm worried about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the clown part, huh? Okay, well you might be more scared. I, I I'm okay with with clowns. Um, but uh, Rhett and Link, they're really funny guys, and I that's that would be my suggestion, my recommendation for, for this week. And I'll have a link for this, obviously. <laughs> um
2: for for me for this week, um, besides the uh, this week's comics, which I think we're I think we're gonna talk about here in a, a minute, um I I would I don't know if I've talked about this on the, the podcast before or not, but I think I've talked with it to David about it. There's the show on called Defiance. And, um I've really been enjoying that and you can uh, check it out on uh, I'm pretty sure it comes on sci-fi I I just watch it on Hulu plus but um, it's a, it's re- it's been really strong it's been getting better every episode I feel and um, if you're into like the whole um, like, alien like Firefly type thing you um, or if, if you if you like Star Trek and and you, you haven't had anything on TV that for a while that you've enjoyed, uh, definitely just check out Defiance. Uh, give it a try, um, because I think I think you'll like it.
1: Cool.
2: And, and the the first episode is kind of slower, so uh, even if you watch the first episode and you're like, eh, I don't really know about this, give it another episode or two, and I think you'll you'll start to warm up.
0: Cool. What's on your pull list?
2: I, I There are three comics on my pull list this week. Okay, go ahead. Okay, um, number one is Age of Ultron number eight. Uh, that is a big one for me, as Age of Ultron is uh, slowly moving towards the, the finale of it. Uh, it only has three issues left in the main story arc, uh, not counting any of the tie-ins. Um, uh, things are getting... Uh, bigger, uh, I, I don't want to spoil anything for those of you who haven't been reading it, who haven't caught up, but um, uh, a lot of big things have, have happened in the last couple issues, and uh, they are really gearing towards this finale, which I can't wait to find out what it is. <laughs> um, but Age of Ultron number 8 is my the first one. Uh, the second one is, um, it's a one shot called uh, Avengers Enemy Within number 1. And, um, that is, it's the kickoff to, um, a tie-in plot between the Captain Marvel book and the, uh, Avengers Assembled book. Hmm. And, um, I think that's going to be, like, a a four- or five-part book, uh, series between the two of them. And, uh, I've really been enjoying the, the new Captain Marvel book, um, for those of you who don't know, the old Captain Marvel, the guy, he's gone. There's a new Captain Marvel. It uh, used to be Miss Marvel. She's taken over the Captain Marvel mantle, and um, and that book's been really strong. So I'm in, I'm looking forward to this story arc. Um, and the the third book is Wolverine Max number seven. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, besides Marvel's main uh, line of comics, they also have uh, the the Ultimate comics, and then they have the the Max comics. What the Max comics are, it's geared towards uh, adults, and they're sort of like the the R-rated books. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really like the, the Max books. Right now they have two uh, series of Max books, the the Wolverine Max and the the Fury, the, the Nick Fury Max books. Oh, cool. Um, Nick Fury is about to end... I think it only has an, an issue or two left, but uh, definitely if if you think that uh, the books are too too kid-friendly and you want something that's more geared towards adults, definitely check out the Max books. Uh, Wolverine Max number seven is the one this week.
1: Yeah, my, my list this week um, consists of uh, Wolverine and the X-Men number 29. Um, it comes out this week, and I, if I'm not mistaken... This is actually uh, the book before, um, like, the whole Hellfire Saga begins. Um, I've I've been trying to keep up on this series because um, I'm a huge Wolverine fan. Mm. David, don't you sit there and laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Inside joke, sorry. Um, I really enjoyed this series. Uh, It's been really, really good um, because it's putting Wolverine in kind of a different, um, different position. He's not... Uh, he can't be so rough and tumble all the time. He's, he's trying to head up um, this school that is replacing um, the Xavier school. And so I've, I've been following this, and I enjoy this series. Um, also, Age of Ultron is on my list because I think these books are just fantastic. I think Ultron is a, an awesome character in and of itself, and that's why I started reading it. Because I was like, hey, if Ultron's going to take something over, I'm all for it. I'll, I'll read that. Um, Nova number four comes out this week, and I just recently picked up Nova number one at Free Comic Book Day. Um, I bought it, and I'm really impressed. And I'm, I think I'm really getting into the cosmic universe that Marvel has. Um, really, really great books. And my last one would be Nightwing number 20. Um, I, I've been a fan of Batman, Nightwing, um, those those books for the most part um trying to stay on top of them so um obviously this would be on my list so that's that's it for me
2: cool i think uh, yeah that's a, a really strong list um i it's an exciting time to be a comic book fan uh, oh, yeah. There's there's a lot going on
0: Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Geek This Podcast. Uh, it was a little different for us, a little different format, but I hope you enjoyed it. Um, first of all, thank you guys for listening. If you're from another podcast and they sent you here, um, so glad to have you, like I said, at the beginning of this episode. If you'd like to tell us about what you thought of this episode and maybe you want to start following us, you can check out the show notes for this episode at geekthispodcast.com slash episode 11. You can email us at feedback at geekthispodcast.com. Visit us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekthispodcast. And you can contact us by phone at 765-416-3651. And anything else can be found at geekthispodcast.com.
3: And there came a day. A day unlike any other. When Earth's geekiest podcasters found themselves united for a common theme. To take on topics no individual geek Christian podcast could withstand. Heed the call, then. For now. Podcasters, assemble! Featuring Are You Just Watching? Movie, book, and TV show reviews with Critical Thinking for Christians. AreYouJustWatching.com, Faith, Hope, and Nerds, Being Creative, and Being a Christian, Faith, Hope, and Nerds.com, Game Store Profits, Where Geek Culture and God Culture Collide, GameStoreProfits.com, Geek This Podcast, Geek Culture Without the Pocket Protector, GeekThisPodcast.com, Geekily Yoked, The World's Best Married Christian Geek Podcast, GeekilyYoked.com, Holy Worlds Podcast. Encouraging the effective use of niche media genres for the glory of God. holyworlds.posterus.com. The Sci-Fi Christian, bringing you theology at warp speed. TheSciFiChristian.com Storymen, the intersection of pop culture, theology, and history. Storymen.us Strangers and Aliens, exploring faith and imagination. StrangersAndAliens.com Issue 1, Superheroes.